Hello and welcome to the Hey Mama podcast. Supporting women to make empowering, soul-centered and heart-driven decisions in motherhood. Going back to basics, changing our stories and trusting ourselves. I'm Emily. And I'm Annabelle. Hey Mama! Welcome to today's episode. Today we're joined by our beautiful friend Heidi Anderson. Some of you Ooh. may know her from she was on Big Brother and she's had a very successful breakfast radio career here in Perth she is now I feel like she's created this self-love body love movement I'm going to call it a movement and she is your own personal hype girl Heidi has also been on a personal journey with anxiety which she shares really beautifully about and really vulnerably and that's why we want to talk to her today. So just over a year ago, she had her first babe, her little boy, Memphi. So hi, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. I love what you do. I love that, you know, we can, I was just saying, like, as I was trying to sort Memphis out before I spoke to you girls, um, I was like, I just quickly said to my mum, because she was like, oh, are the girls okay? And I said, they're both mums. They get it, you know? And that's what I love about creating um, you know, especially podcasts like this, like we're all juggling, we're all struggling at times and, you know, we all make it work and support each other and I love that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We all know what it's about and everyone listening knows what it's about too because we're all trying to be mums but also do other things so we're not like losing our identity to just being a mum. So, yeah, we all get it. Yay! Oh, speaking of identity, though, girls, I have to say that is something that I really bloody struggled with when I um first became pregnant. I really, I had this huge battle with my identity, and um, I think maybe I didn't really shake that. Like I shook it there for a while, and then I kept working in breakfast radio, and then it really has reared its head up. I think since starting my own business and leaving breakfast radio, whenever anyone asks me, so when you introduced me, I was like, oh my god, what are they going to say? Because People ask me, they're like, so what do you do? And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Like, I actually don't know. And I say, like, I'm a mum to Memphis and I love that, you know, not just a mum. I'm a mum to Memphis first and foremost and I love that. But I really don't know who I'm trying to work out who I am. And I think that's weird because for so long I identified with being the girl from the radio and now I, yeah, so I definitely, I think the identity thing is like crept its way back in a little bit. Yeah, but you're doing so much. Like, like I just said, like, I feel like you've created a movement at the moment, this like body love, self love that you've got going on. Like, it's really, really um, become so important to so many people, right? Yeah, it's um, it's oh, I kind of call it the shed your shit movement, but I still don't know like what I because you know how you're like you're the hype girl. I'm like yeah, I'm the hype girl. But when people go like, what do you do? I'm not gonna be like, hey, I'm the hype girl. Like, like what? So I think like you know it was the other day I was at a wedding and someone was like, so what do you actually do? And I was like, well, I don't know. I'm working that out. I'm a work in progress. But the the movement in itself is game changing and it has helped a lot of women including myself and you know that was because I really struggled with 
um, negative body image for years and anxiety. And, um, you know, I suffered for a long time in silence, didn't understand myself, had all these thoughts going around in my head that I thought I only had. You know, I didn't realise that pretty much most of the population has these thoughts in your head, you know, your ego, your inner critic, your mean girl and that kind of thing. And mine was just um, intensified with my anxiety and my negative body image. And now being able to, I guess, coach women, which I didn't even like the word coach there for a while. I was like, I'm not a coach, but I'm 100% coach. Um, you know, now I'm coaching women and that kind of thing and this movement is just growing Um yeah, like it, it is truly rewarding. It's super powerful and it has become, you know, part of my business. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I still don't know. Like, and it's not that I crave that old life at all. It's just that I, do, I guess it's that whole label thing, isn't it? We've got to put a bloody label on it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. I love, though, that you're talking about that so openly because it is something that, mothers do go through because especially if they have been um, really focused on their career prior to having kids because not everybody's goal and aspiration has been to be a mother you know they've had other things going on in their life Mm, yeah and you know for me I 150% wasn't sure if I wanted to be a mum that's the truth like and so and it wasn't that I didn't feel like I was maternal I always thought I would be a good mum but I really just didn't know and this you know and like I said I'm very open book and you know uh, like whatever people can judge me for saying this but I really didn't know if I was going to have the same satisfaction that I got from my career of like if I had a child And when I had him, obviously, (laughs) that all totally like was thrown out the window almost straight away. And I think that's what I struggled with the first few weeks and stuff. Like I was so worried about my relationship changing. You know, you hear so many people divorce, not because it's the kid's fault, but because their relationship changes. And I don't know if I was like, I didn't know if I was willing to sacrifice what Griffo and I had because we had something really special and, you know, and then he was kind of the one that was like, no, like, it, you know, okay, like, let's, let's just see what happens. And, you know, we were, we both then kind of like fell into having a baby, you know, as it happens when you're like, unprotected. Um, and, yeah, and then we both became parents and he's probably the one that really struggled now with the whole identity shift hugely. And, um, and, you know, he's talked about that on our podcast, first time parents, but I'm the one that's literally just like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be a mum, especially to Memphis. So yeah, it's um it's it's a very interesting um journey, <laughs> is the word. No, I completely agree with everything that you're saying, Hides. Um it makes total sense. Like, have you actually even found that your relationship with Griff has changed since? Because that was something you were worried about. Oh yeah, massively. And not necessarily for the worse. And not necessarily for the best, but um, our relationship has changed and there's been some really hard, dark times where it's like, fuck, we're so not connecting at the moment. And then there's been some times where it's like, oh, my God, like this is us, you know, this is feels like the old us. Like we just had our first getaway together on the weekend and it was the first time that him and I had stayed away from Memph together. Like we'd had our time off with our mates and stuff like that and we had one night away from the baby. Um, but, yeah, it was really nice to just to connect and like you know I was always the one when we first um you know 
before when we first found out we're pregnant now we'll never change babe we've got this like I'm gonna want sex forever and now I'm like oh my god don't even fucking touch me and <laughs> and I'm like I'm so tired like and don't get me wrong like I have moments where I want to but he's not here at that time you know in the day when I'm like on fire I've had two coffees <laughs> and I'm like yeah I'm ready to go he's down for his nap Woo! where's the husband Oh, that's right. That works. So, you know, like it definitely has changed. And I think that's an ever, um, like that's your relationship, right? And I think being the anxious girl and worried for so long that, um, you know, that I was never good enough for a relationship or a guy like this, I think I kind of maybe used to have sex with him and, you know, guys in the past and stuff for, you know, so that. Uh, they would show it like that meant love. Do you know what I mean? But what I've realised with Griffo, and I think that's been really um, the beautiful thing about us as parents is I don't need to have sex with him to feel close to him or to feel like he loves me. I Do you know what I mean? Like, And I think that's been a really awesome thing for me personally. Um, but, yeah, like it, relationships do take work and I think, you know, that's been a really big thing that we have to constantly keep ourselves um, connecting in some kind of way. And like I said, it doesn't have to be sex, but, you know, him and I like making sure we have those chats at the end of the week and check in and talk about life and things other than Memphis as well. Yeah, because that's hard, right? Because you you do default to talking about your children, like you, you kind of have to consciously be like, right, let's have a conversation now that's not about our kids because you're either like worrying about them or completely loving on them and it just the conversation always tends to go back to the kids. Oh, yeah. And I am really good at being like, oh, my God, like you should see what Memphis did today halfway through a conversation that's like yes. about his work or something like that. Or, oh, my God, like he did this today or blah, blah, blah. So I know that I'm pretty like, you know, bad well bad at that do you know what I mean when the conversation isn't with Memphis I always find a way to bring it back <laughs> yes yes I totally know what you mean oh wow um all right so let's go into the anxiety stuff because I'd really love to talk to you about that because you do speak so openly about your own personal journey that you had especially prior to having Memphis so I guess I just wanted to talk to you today about how that has then shown up in motherhood and if it has shown up at all. Do you know what? Um, It's probably since I've looked back that I can really see those moments of anxiety. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that was definitely the first few weeks. When I was in it, I don't think I thought that it was anxiety, if I'm being completely honest. And now, and like I think obviously all of us who have had babies and stuff like that, those first few weeks are like nothing you've ever experienced. Like I can't even, like I look back now and I'm like, whoa, how did we survive? Like Jesus, Um, you know, sleep deprivation, like the feeling of like you're in the trenches, you know, when you're feeding and um, I was pumping and, um, you know, like just, I'm like my anxiety gets massively um, affected by sleep deprivation. So, and also like part of my anxiety, which a lot of people don't realise, is you can get angry when you're anxious and it's because you're put in an uncomfortable position and you don't know sometimes like how to react other than like be short, 
tempered, um, you know, like uh, snappy because you're spending so much time in your head. And so, like, I look back now and I'm like, oh, yeah. I think obviously you kind of feel a little bit like that in the first few weeks anyway because, like I said, you probably haven't slept in days. You've got a babe on your boob, Um, you know, like you're just remembering to eat and all that kind of stuff and and survive. Um, But, yeah, like I definitely had anxiety. I definitely had anxiety um, when I first found out I was pregnant and I think that um, was really affected by the hormones and stuff. So, I was so worried that I wasn't going to be able to be the best mum. And, you know, because when I am anxious, like I said, the anger can come out for me. And a lot of, like I said, a lot of people don't realise that. So um, for me, I had to at around about four months, four and a half months when I was literally up maybe like at our worst, like 10 times a night and I was... I was really struggling to function by the end of that going on a couple of months. So I decided to get some sleep help and had a sleep, um, you know, one of my friends, Donna, Donna Mawala helped me um, his sleep, you know, get meant to sleep train basically. And I actually believe that that's my saviour of um, anxiety because I've, he's really um, sleeps really well, I sleep really well and I can be the best version of myself every single day. Mm, yeah what um yeah it's hugely important it's hugely important and like uh, would you say the anxiety it's trying to control what you can't control so is that what it is like you're constantly going over in your head about the future worrying about everything um and motherhood of course there's so many things that you cannot control and you don't know because it's all new so true like i said i just look back and don't get me wrong i feel like you know that there's a lot of mums that are like this with you know not even having anxiety but you know like is my baby especially first time mums is my baby breathing like oh my god like and you know you're on google going like three o'clock in the morning like is my baby's grunting yeah. sound like is this normal is you know is the poo normal is this like everything is like I think the question is like is this normal for everything and so I think when you are anxious like everyone has different triggers and it's funny because so many of my friends that like don't have anxiety they're like can you just explain it to me and I'm like think of it like this and like I said everyone is different but think of it like just a, a merry-go-round going around and around and around and around and around in your head constantly of just anything. So for me, mine was a lot about um, a lot of stuff to do with Memphis. So it wasn't necessarily like future stuff, but it was there in the moment that I really, I questioned a lot whether I was good enough as a mum and whether I was making, doing the right things and stuff like that, which like I said, I think is pretty normal for a first time parent, right? But um, it's, mine was like perpetuated by sleep deprivation. And then I would get quite, like I said, quite snappy and um, and like a little bit aggressive in my tone and manner. And, yeah, I just I couldn't let go of these things and that's a big thing. So it's not even necessarily like one thing, you know, future or this or that. It's, it's literally just not allowing your brain to like <laughs> let shit go. <laughs> and then, you know, from that can be like panic attacks or um, all different kinds of symptoms for me my hands start to get really sweaty, my back, I get really, you know, like a really sweaty back, I get really short of breath. Um, And 
I, yeah, I sometimes will end up with a panic attack. I'm lucky I've only had like one or two as a new mum. And again, both of those times were when I have, when I hadn't slept. So um, yeah, I think knowing yourself is like a big thing that I would say to new mums. Like if you do have anxiety, really trying to become aware of what your um, triggers are. And sometimes we don't have triggers at all. Like literally we can just wake up anxious. Um, but, you know, like really becoming aware. So for me, I knew like mine and I knew mine was a sleep deprivation um, trigger because working in breakfast radio, um, I knew if I didn't have a good sleep, I knew exactly how my anxiety would play out the next day. But that's years of really trying to understand me, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably a really big thing for mental health in general. Like you do need to have like a really good sleep basically yes. or really yeah. good looking after like self-care sort of sort of thing but there's like obviously yes. yeah the normal new mum worries which yeah is my baby breathing and then there's the anxiety and it could just be a slippery slope for new mums couldn't it like you just start off being a little bit worried and then next minute like you're super yeah. snappy you're overwhelmed like you're you're scared you're worried and like recognize yeah and I think like I was pretty lucky in the like I said I've been talking about my negative body image and anxiety quite openly for a good um so 10 years I've been on my self-love journey and like 10 years ago was when I kind of started the journey you know and it has it's been a bloody journey um but I really had been open when I was suffering from anxiety being really open to trying different things, which actually can be quite scary for someone who is anxious. But that was the one thing that I was always open to was trying different things. Now, I, um, I, I'm not medicated. I chose not to um, take medication. Absolutely nothing against that. I've got friends and my mum who've been medicated for anxiety. But for me, I really wanted to, I wanted to delve into the shit, you know, and I wanted to delve into the shit storm. I was really worried about losing my personality if I got medicated. I was worried about my sex drive because, um, you know, again, that was the anxiety of like, will my husband leave me and this and that. And rah, rah. So there was reasons why I chose not to, but I had a psychologist. I still have her. And I tried like different things, like alternative therapies. I used heaps of oils. I, um, you know, try. I, I, I am like all for meditation. Like I literally meditate every day. I get up at four thirty a.m. That's right, girls. I get up at four thirty, um, and I do my meditation in the morning before <laughs> I start my day. And then I'll try and do another session in the day. But like the big thing that I would suggest to people is like you know, especially if you're pregnant, listening to this podcast or whatever, is really put a self-care plan into place like because and and understanding what that is and what works for you and that's kind of the stuff that I teach now like putting together a peace plan what can bring you peace and the, those moments of peace it's not like peace like oh, I'm a you know like I'm a monk and like I've got you know and I um I meditate like 20 million times a day it's more like no what is going to work for me that's not going to give me extra anxiety and is actually going to bring me back to a level of some kind of calm and so for me that is doing my 10 minutes in the morning like every day without fail, like that's a non-negotiable. That's like my 1%, you know, 1% change that I make every day so that I can be 365 times more peaceful or, you know, like part of my 
care and stuff routine at the end of the year. And then another big one, non-negotiable for me, um, is like implementing exercise into my life that I really enjoy that actually is a form of meditation, you know, and that's me getting away and having time and going to Pilates. It's me going to the beach, like putting Memphis in the pram and I chuck on a podcast and then as soon as I get to the beach, podcast comes out and I literally play mindfulness, you know, like I'm mindful as. And I say play because I'm like, man, like what are we going to be grateful for today? What are we looking at? Like, you know, and we really like um, talk about the trees, the colour of the trees, the sky, the sounds, like, and, you know, kind of really step into my body and I'm trying to show him that we do that as well. And so that has been actually my um, my biggest rescue, the ocean. And it's so so blessed that Griffo and I got to move here before, um, you know, before just before we had MEMP, which is like 600 metres from the beach. And literally when I'm feeling overwhelmed, moments of anxiousness because of like, you know, business and um, being a mom, and, you know, like when I've got caught on the merry-go-round about like his, um, well, I was so paranoid about his flathead. That was one thing that I got really anxious about. And I would just go down to the beach and it would bring me this sense of calm. And like I said, play mindfulness with him and also do my gratitude every day. Yeah, all really great tips like for people mm. who are like, okay, well, I'm feeling this, but what do I do about it? So, yeah, thank you for sharing those. The, yeah. Yeah, like it's so interesting because, you know, yeah, with the identity, just touching a little bit on the identity thing again. Yeah, when we have a label of what we've done, it's really easy to like get accolades for that. So, you know, I don't know, you're always getting positivity put into you. Or if you're a breakfast toast, like you might be getting really good feedback. But as a mum, you don't always get that. You're not always getting like, hey, babe, like you're so amazing. You're doing a great job. And you do need to hear that as a new mum. And so like it's really easy to get caught in just the do. Like you're just doing the do every single day. And you cannot, sometimes you just can't see when you're, yeah, falling a little bit or not being yourself a little bit more. And I love that you say, find the things you actually do want to do. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing. Don't just do exercise because it's good for you. Find something to enjoy because that will actually fill you up. That will make you feel better. And as a mum, it's so important. Oh, my God. To do those little things. Oh, my God, 100%. And, like, you know, speaking of that, like, validation kind of thing that we need, up or whatever like it's yeah, so interesting because yeah. that to me like since working through my um you know my shit like I say shed your shit like one of the things I realized is that I was always needing validation from public from my boss from this mm. and you know trying to be this people pleasing person and mm. you know like how many likes am I getting on Instagram and how many comments and da 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 like you know and then when I became a mum like I didn't have time to think of like any of that shit and I also didn't I realized like through the work that I've done like that was actually a big negative for me and I really like you know and I I I say this, like I live by the 80-20 rule now and I like, you know, 80% of the time I don't give a fuck what people think, but that's taken me a long time to get there and then 20% of the time it's people like you, I will care, you know, you're my friends, I will care and, I, you know, I won't be an asshole or, you know, and, and it doesn't mean like be an asshole by not giving a fuck, but I mean like stop seeking validation through strangers on the beach, like if you won't wear your bikini or seeking, you know, seeking validation through strangers on the internet, like, 
about how good a job maybe you're doing as a mum. Like I think sometimes we forget to actually celebrate ourselves. That's something I truly didn't do as a new mum at the start, whereas now I'm teaching this in the women that I'm working with. And, like, last week I have this monthly membership and last week I noticed that some of the girls were, and this is me, like this used to be me a few years ago, like they want to fix themselves with their anxiety and their negative body image and stuff like that. And so they're constantly seeking that next thing now with me, like, well, okay, well, Heidi, like we've done this, okay, what have I got to do next? And I'm like, you don't need to be fixed like this is a journey Mm. it's a marathon like it's not a sprint and hello have you celebrated literally the last six months of what you've done with me and so last week we spent the whole week literally celebrating ourselves and this is something that I even need to coach myself in because like like, look at the amount, like, we kept a baby, we kept our babies alive, you know, like, I can't believe that, like, back and I go, fuck, like, for so many years, I couldn't even keep myself (laughs) alive or a plant or whatever, and, you know, like, and I think, like, we're so good at giving, like, ups to our girlfriends, you know, that are, um, that are being great mums, or we're seeing how hard they're going, like, in the first few months of being a mum, first year, first years, you know, but we forget to celebrate ourselves. And I think we search for this validation outside of us when it's actually right there. And we can, you know, champion ourselves and be like, yeah, I am a fucking good mum. I'm doing really, I'm doing the best that I can. And I think that's something that I even need to like, you know, and I'm probably having my aha moment here today. Like I really have done a great job of being a mum, but like for mm. us to say that, it's like this weird thing. And so we seek for validation outside. And for me, that was a lot of my anxiety, constantly like wanting validation from other people. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to add to what you said before about needing to be mm. fixed. Well, you don't need to be fixed because you are not broken. Mm. Fix something yes. that's not broken. Yeah. You are absolutely whole within yourself. Yes, you have shadows. Yes, you have light, but you're not broken in any way. You've got parts of you that are that maybe you don't even want to know about because it's it's you know, it feels scary to think that that's a part of you, but it's not broken in any way. You oh know? my god. Yes, Em, I love that. I'd I'd say that to girls as well a lot, like, you know, because I think like you, there's times where you truly do feel broken. And yeah, sure, you fucking haven't got your shit together or you've got something going on or you're stuck in the merry-go-round of anxiety or you're hating the way that your body's changed and you're unhappy and all that kind of stuff. But like you said, you are not broken. And like this is where I get a little bit hippie sometimes, but you'll love this, I reckon, girls. Like, yeah. you know, it's something that I've learned through meditation is and I think also having a baby and seeing it like babies and that was us are born with nothing but unconditional love. And, mm-hmm. and then we're, you know, we go into a world and unfortunately, you know, beliefs and, um, you know, expectations and society and blah, 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 start to fill out, you know, like our little brains of, you know, and then all of a sudden that unconditional like love and peace it's it's always there, but sometimes we won't feel it or see it because we've got so much going on in our minds. And to me, that was one of the most beautiful things that I've witnessed with having Memph and also doing meditation is we aren't broken exactly like what you were saying. And we are there's peace always there underneath all those layers or like as you said, and like shadows and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We all fucking have it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we do. And I love what you're saying, like, about the kids mm. and about what we learn from our children oh. because they do. They come here just um, so pure and we really can learn so much from them in, in what they in what they show us in, in their presence. Like, they, they are present. They, are, they have unconditional love. They are so forgiving. They don't hold grudges. You know, there's just all these things oh. that they already are, which we already are. Yeah, we can see that they are. We know that it's already inside of us because we also came here like that, right? I know. And you forget that, don't you? Like I sometimes I'm like forget that I was a baby or like that Griffo was a baby or like, you know, some arsehole in the street was a baby. And you're like, oh, you were just a baby once before you got sold and told all these bullshit lies and then you know um and then all of a sudden like you have this clouded brain or whatever like but yeah we all have that like and I think like just following on from what you were saying and like one thing that I really love to watch of someone who finds it hard to let go sometimes especially on the anxious merry-go-round that you know or the broken record of like those thoughts in your head one thing I just love to witness in Meth is just how quickly he moves on from stuff. Like he's so fucking hungry one second and he wants to pretty much probably stab my eyeball and he's so angry. He's like, ah, give me the food. And he's crying and like wants to throw himself out of the high chair. And then he has his food in his mouth. He's like, "Mm, I'm happy now, smiles. And, you know, like, or he's frustrated. Like I'm seeing all these things now that he's won, like all these, you know, like, (laughs) but it's literally fleeting, you know, like he, he has these emotions, which we all have. And it's like, but, you know, he shakes it off so quickly and I he allows himself to feel yeah. it. That's it. We sometimes we suppress them and think we're not supposed to feel that way, but he fully feels it. He lets it pass through his body. Like he basically embodies the feeling, gets it out of him and moves on. And it's really how we all should be, but we've been yeah. conditioned to suppress and be good girls and not do that. Yes, I know. And that's something I definitely like, I think, you know, I didn't even realize having a baby was going to teach me so much, not just about myself, but about like mental health, um, you know, about negative body image. And, you know, also just like those little everyday moments that I'm like, oh, where like, you know, he's teaching me to be mindful. And also, like I said, to express myself and just like get it out and not bottle it in because then it's going to come through some other way later you know Mm. Um, but yeah yeah, I I have absolutely loved that and I think you know even if you don't have children or you don't want children or whatever you can still really um you can still really be like I guess affected by children in that way and search for it in like your niece and nephews or you know what I mean like the kids around you and stuff like that yeah yeah, exactly, exactly. There's so many children out there that can teach us a lesson. It doesn't have to be your own for sure. Yes. Oh, my God. God, we've fully got really, like, hippie, haven't we, girls? I love it. Love it. <laughs> oh, thanks so much, Hyde. I really actually I love that conversation. Woo-hoo. I had no idea where it was going to go. As always, we just get on and wing it, and I love where it took us. <laughs> I love – you know what? And that's what I love, like, that – what I really think is such a beautiful thing and like what I think you've, you know, you've created M and I've, I've always admired this in you and especially even seeing you, Annabelle, now as a new mum too. Like I think like we've just, it's like a sisterhood, you know, and it doesn't matter how you choose to parent or what you believe, 
but you know the support of each other and the champion of each other is what like you know you've created here and I really love that and allowing just people to express themselves in that way and you know like that to me is you know what I love about being a mum like I don't want people's like shoving their opinions down my throat but I want to be challenged and I want to hear like different conversations and I want to you know like chat to girls like you and uh, like I said I, I have absolutely loved watching you guys come together I think it's like a really beautiful combination so the fact that I just got on here today to chat you know my little views on parenthood I've enjoyed yeah thank you thank you for being here and sharing that um you want to share like if anyone isn't already following you or knows (laughs) where you're at do you want to share that and maybe what you're doing at the moment oh my god where are they like they should already be following i reckon they are I'm just joking. <laughs> um, my ego isn't that big, guys. I think they um, are. So at underscore Heidi Anderson is, I kind of just say, like, find me on Insta because you'll be able to find there, like, the stuff that I spruik and talk about and stuff. And, um, you know, right now I've created a whole, um, like we said, Shed Your Shit movement. And this week I kick off one of the courses that has kind of just come from this, which I never thought in my wildest dreams, like a year ago when I was still in radio, you know, on maternity leave, that I would now be starting a course literally tomorrow with a bunch of girls called Get Bikini Ready, Six Weeks of Self-Love and Mindset. So it's not a diet. Well, the only diet that it is is a brain diet and it's all an educational um, you know, six weeks of like self-love and mindset homework, like expert guests, me sharing my story, people coming together, supporting one another. So um, that is where I'm at. And then I also do like business coaching and stuff like that and help women, um, you know, with their business and ideas. Like they, they used to call me bloody the content queen at um, radio because I'd come with like a 50 million ideas for one three-hour show that I needed like two or three ideas. Um, I love doing that kind of stuff and I just love like supporting women you know like and um, and championing them and cheering them on so that they can live their best fucking lives because for too long I wasted days counting calories um, weighing myself worried about shit that was never going to happen and um, you know now like I'm not anxiety free I definitely have moments I'm you know I'm almost there with um you know the the like seeing myself in the mirror and loving myself wholeheartedly but I obviously am human and have one or two days here or there but yeah Mm. I want other people to realize that they can have what I have and um yeah I just that's what I my mission is right now so I don't have a label for it yet girls but um maybe I will uh one day (laughs) Well, we love you, and you are way yeah. too. You do too much. You give oh, too much yeah. to the C1 girlies. Anyway, no, so. it's like I said, it's, a, it's, it's <laughs> just what I love to do. I'm just really embracing that, and um, you know, just collecting at the moment, as I like to call it, and like trialing different things and seeing what kind of works, and um, yeah, and then who knows what the future holds. Yeah. Oh, well, I can feel your passion and literally what you were just saying gave yeah, me goosebumps. So thank exciting? you for doing what you do. Thank you for giving that to everybody who needs it. It's it's so, yeah, I really appreciate mm-hmm. what you're doing. Oh, thanks, girls, and so much love. I can't wait to see you girls soon. Yay. Yay. All right. Have a lovely day. I know. Thanks, girls. Yay, bye. bye.
you're enjoying the show, please share it with friends and follow our social media pages to keep up to date with the latest episodes. We hope you're having a beautiful day, Mama.